1: Welcome back to the program. It is 3.13. We have had quite a week here at CKNW. We had a brilliant day at the Anvil Center on Thursday, celebrating our 75th year on the radio. CKNW signing on August 15th, 1944. The only Canadian station Shell that signed on during World War Two. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we've had uh, a lot of uh, looking back moments, a lot of nostalgia on the radio this week. And I thought, well, as we wrap up our 75th birthday week, to put the cherry on the top of the cake and get old <laughs> Shell Buzzy back <laughs> on CKNW, because you haven't been here since July of 2011. That is correct. Welcome and, back, uh, Big uh, guy. Golly. I tell you,
2: thank you very much, uh, Sterling. It's just been, uh, uh, actually, coming up in the elevator. Uh, with Ben, I thought, guys, this is almost spooky. You know, same elevator, sure, same building, but uh, and once you get inside, wow, the equipment today that's here compared to what there was when we were doing the uh, Home Ideas Show, right, right, was uh, a little bit scary. And I, you know, here I am, been on the radio for over thirty years, and uh, eight years I've been off the radio, and I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's good for you. And it's good for you. It's healthy to get nervous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, a few that butterflies uh, that yeah. just
1: make sure you're wide awake.
2: Yes, that's right. And uh, here I am. I haven't got a doggone thing uh, with me, which I never did have. A lot of people thought I had a computer in front of me.
1: No, no, yeah. or, or some no. big no. book. No, it was no. all right off the top of the head. Now, there's a new website I need to remind our listeners about. Mm-hmm. It's called AskShell. One word, AskShell.com. That's right. How long has that been around? Uh, it is
2: now going into its uh, eighth year. Well, it's eighth year we uh, started that right after I left the uh, the radio program. Okay. And the reason why? Because the phone was ringing off the hook. How do we get a hold of you? How do we get a hold? Of, how do we get a hold of the news of the home improvement industry that you have? The mm-hmm. how to the what to the where to the why to the when to the who to all those things.
1: And uh, that's what we started. We thought we let's start the show. And so we still have Shell Buzzies, uh, home. Referral oh, Network. Yeah. Oh, yes. So yeah. you're still connected to all the best people in Metro Vancouver who do all of those home improvement projects. Well, we always like to
2: say good, better, best, why we worry about the rest. When good is better, the better is best. hmm I remember and, that. You remember that. I it's do. Of Just course.
1: that easy. <laughs> Let's take some calls, Mr. B, because uh, you're a popular guy. And uh, Lucille is on the line to start us off. Hi, Lucille.
0: Oh, hi there. Hi oh, there. welcome back, Shell. I missed <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: well, thank
2: you. Thank you so much. It's nice to be back. And with Sterling, uh, you got some uh, uh, good old friends here, Sterling oh, and I. Yeah.
0: Sure. I'm happy 75th. Anyway, I have two problems, if I may, and sure. they're both associated with water live in an older house the back has a, a root cellar mm-hmm. it's it has dirt on it and we have that shit coating because we're in the stucco house so we got your shit coating when you were still around and then and you know mentioned that to us yeah. but the water seems to be coming from the root cellar and i don't know if it's where it joins to the house but i'd like to know if i could take that dirt off because there's dirt off the top of the root cellar and put some sort of application that's a waterproofing thing, and then whatever to do after that. Now, that's my first problem. My second problem is cement stairs leading up to the landing in the front. They've developed some sort of uh, cement, and it's kind of going powdery in Uh some areas. Now, can I clean that up and put uh, some application on there? And in front of me, I went and purchased... What they call a Zypex high and dry, concrete, mm-hmm. waterproofing, crystallization. I don't know what that's
2: that, Oh, that. yeah. I'll explain that to you.
0: Okay. Yeah. And those are my two problems. How do I rectify them?
2: Okay. Well, first of all, let's go back into the root cellar. The root cellar and yep. the water. Yeah. The root the root cellar, first of all, with a dirt floor and also Is it dirt floor or concrete floor?
0: It's concrete. Okay. And then with on top of it, and it's been there for
2: 50-odd years. Oh, yeah. And really, what you require there is what's called a ventilation. Now, when I say ventilation, a lot of people think, oh, gosh, you know, it's not anywhere near the roof. It has nothing to do with the roof ventilation. What you need is exhaust ventilation. Oh. And there's a product on the market today, and it's unbelievably how well it works. In fact, uh, Sterling, I have one in my uh, shabin up at the uh, trailer, okay. and everybody says, what's a shabin? Well, a shabin is half a well, it's a collection of uh, junk, Frankie calls it, but it's my storage unit. But two bunks, so you got to shab in. Oh, all right. But we have one of these uh, garage ventilation, exhaust ventilation systems in that, and I'll tell you, it's been running for now. We've been there, this is our eighth summer and it's never shut down winter, summer, and it's as dry as a bone inside. smells fresh all the time, and it doesn't matter if you've got potatoes in there or fruit or vegetables, you'll never have the, uh, uh, the, the, the musty smell that you normally would get with a root cellar. So you need exhaust ventilation. Okay. Very now. inexpensive. And what about the cement stairs? The concrete stairs, you use the Zypex products, high and dry. High and dry, that is a product that is going to go into the concrete and it's going to harden the surface or the powder, and that powder is the efflorescence that the concrete now is breathing out with its moisture and leaving that powder coat. It will harden the surface, so clean it off. You can use your power washer here. I know I'm not a power wash type of guy, but mm-hmm. you can be- get rid of that dusty uh, uh, surface. You're all gone, okay. You can get it all, and then put your high and dry on. And then after you've done that, then use something in the form of a, an acrylic deck coating. Give it a coat of gray paint. Make it look gray again, and it uh, will seal the water out.
1: Okay? It's just now, that
0: easy. May, may I just have a question after that? Yeah. yeah. regarding the root cellar, because there is a little hole in there that they use for ventilation, and it doesn't really smell musty, but this problem, is there something I can apply after I remove all the dirt without going through all this uh, exhaust stuff?
2: Are you speaking with underneath the the concrete uh, top upper slab yeah, then? Yeah, I'm
0: the top side.
2: Okay. Uh, Anyone here in building supply stores now have what's called spray foam? Okay. And the spray foam. It's a two-part system. It comes in two boxes. And once you've got it all clean, you put a surface sealer on there. You can use your Zypex on just to give it that, uh, that primer sealer. And it gives it something to hook on to. So it's got that uh, tendency to have a primer coat that's going to adhere. And also you're going to have the foam in here to that. And that gives you that dryness plus the fact that it gives you the, uh, uh, the waterproofing that you want.
0: Okay, can I put that chick paint over anything? Uh,
2: you, you bet, Chic liquid vinyl. Actually, yep. you'll hear their commercials. I heard one when I, when I was in the green room. Oh, today. is that right, yeah. eh? So uh, they're, okay. they're on the air right now. And uh, chick liquid vinyl, you definitely can, yes.
1: Lucille, thanks very much for your call. As we go on to Cheryl next on the board. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Hi. How are you? i'm top drawer
0: good good um question to ask you we live in an older house too like the previous caller. Mm-hmm. and on the, in the corner of our bathtub we have tile
2: mm-hmm.
0: now we have some mold surface there now how do we know if there's mold building in behind the tile or not
2: well that's one thing you really don't know shirley but one thing about it what's back in behind don't worry about it as long as the tiles are not loose and okay. the most important thing is to clean the tiles and okay. use one of the ki- uh, tile erasers, like a grout eraser. And okay. those are available pretty well at any one of your local uh, um, major hardware and uh, building supply stores. And then okay. seal, seal. After you've, after you've done the, uh, the uh, erasing of all that black, uh, yucky stuff, and uh, I'm going to go into the cleaning aspect of it here okay. in a moment. But once you've got that all cleaned off, and then you seal it. You okay. don't seal it until it's dry. Okay. Now, if you've got two showers, great. If you've got a shower in a tub and you've been using the shower, then use the tub for a while, for about two or three days, and take a table lamp, set it in the tub, okay. not where there's any water. Okay? okay, just set it in a dry tub and take and leave the uh, the shade on it Turn the light on. That creates now that convection. That, uh, that air now is going to move upwards, and it's going to dry that area. Turn your bathroom fan on, exhaust uh, on. Turn the fan on the exhaust fan and exhaust the moisture out. Okay. Okay. Now once yeah. you got it dry, seal it. Seal okay. the uh, the groat lines, and then recock around the tub. And if you don't okay, seal, okay. if you don't seal, then you're going to be right back again within a week.
0: Yeah, because my husband he did reseal twice. Yeah. And we were still getting mold coming through the, the grouch
2: part. Yeah. Now, here's right. what you do first of all, Shirley. Make sure that when he does do his grouting, and also his uh, caulking along the tub, make sure the tub's full of water up to the okay. overflow. That now compresses the tub, preloads it, because the tubs will move. They're not right. like the old cast iron tubs that we used to have. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They will actually flex. That's when you do your caulking. And if you're having trouble getting a nice, neat caulking uh, job, then very simply take masking tape, put it along the tub and along the, t- the ceramic tile, leaving about a quarter inch in the, uh, the right angle. Put okay. your caulking in there, dip your finger in a glass of water, move it along there, smooth it out nice and neat and tidy, then pull the tile or at least pull the tapes right away off the tile and off the tub and leave that overnight. Let it cure
1: Okay. It's just that easy. All right, Cheryl. It's
0: called grout seal, right? That's grout it. Steel, yep. Okay, yeah. All right, then. Okay, thanks a
1: lot. Thank you. Thanks, Cheryl. Appreciate the call. 604-280-9898 if you'd like to ask Shell. Uh, The website, by the way, is askshell.com, but we've got him in the studio live uh, for your call. 604-280-9898, and the lines are available right now. Shell, I wanted to ask you about uh, the the bathroom thing, just picking up on what Cheryl was saying. I was in a a, a bathroom recently in a home, uh, and it was an old... Home, mm-hmm. as a, a lot of our listeners are oh, yeah, no, yeah. So, anyway, this, this was an, a, a, a one bathroom home, so everyone used it all the time. Uh, but I noticed that, again, there were some um, uh, beginnings of moldy marks on, on the grout around the tiles, especially the lower ones right above the yeah. tub. And some of them appeared to be slightly off the wall. Mm-hmm. So, how do you reattach those uh, safely?
2: Okay. I was going to go there with Cheryl, and I thought, well, somewhere along the line, somebody's going to ask me a question, and you've done it. Oh, okay. The tiles, first of all, when they have come loose, they've come loose not only from the adhesive. They've also come loose from the plaster, if it's an old one. Right. Or it's come loose from the drywall where the paper has released from the gypsum board. Okay. So when they're that loose, then you've got to make sure it's dry. So go through the process of drying that area of the uh, tile for at least two or three days. Like use a hair dryer to start yeah, off Well, with. you can use a hair dryer. Hair dryer is a little uh, too fast. And what happens is that you get uh, not only uh, the release or the curing, but you get the tiles getting hot oh, and sure. they get to the point they might crack. Right. And then if you crack tile, try to match it, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. But once you've got that area dry, then you take a, uh, an X-Acto knife or a razor blade knife, as we call it, cut around the groat line, take the tiles off.
1: Oh, take it right off. Take
2: it off. Okay. Because if you don't take it off, there's no use trying to repair something that is not repairable in behind. Otherwise, what you're trying to do is put a Band-Aid on something exactly. yeah. that the water's going to get back in behind and it's going to be back with you within a month. So take the tiles off. Once you've got the tiles off, then again, you can use your hairdryer here Okay. and then dry it. But once you've got it nice and dry, then you take, uh, you can use uh, a well bond for an example. Well bond is a wonderful product. A lot of people uh, don't realize, but it's a wood glue, but it's an acrylic wood glue. You can brush it on full strength right out of the bottle. And what that'll do, that'll give you a surface just like your counter here in the studio. And when that cures, and that'll cure in 24 hours. And it's called well bond? Well bond. Okay. And then you apply that, that cures. Now you got uh, some structural stability. Once you've got the structural stability, now you can put back the tile, and don't want you don't want to use uh, uh, like a mastic. Use uh, caulking. Use uh, one of your uh, uh, concrete uh, uh, seal caulking. It's um, available in small tubes. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a kind of a builder product that you can use for almost anything from wood to And this to is vinyl. what's going to stick the tile that to puts the wall. Put the tile back onto the wall. Okay. Now, once you got the tile back onto the wall, now you do your uh, groating. And if you want, you can always groat with an acrylic uh, groating caulking. And that's available today that you could simply put into the crevice between the tiles. Take you a nice damp sponge. This damp, not wet. Damp. Wipe that out because it's all water-based. Now you've got the tile set in an adhesive, which is a construction adhesive. Then you use the acrylic um, bathtub caulking. You want to call it that because it is fully acrylic. Wipe it down with a damp sponge. Let it cure. And then you're up to the point of I was saying to Cheryl, do the caulking by filling the tub.
1: And that's a great point about filling the tub. Yeah. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer Saturday Edition. Sterling Fox with Shell Buzzy in studio. Shell, AskShell.com is the website. It's been up for a few years and the house referral network is still uh, very much uh, yep. at play. Uh, our phone lines are wide open. 604-280- 9898 for all you Shell Buzzy fans who are experiencing a problem this summer. And there's the big guy on the radio right now to help you figure it out. Uh, someone like Nancy, probably looking for a little help this afternoon. Hi, Nancy.
3: Hi, Serling, and hi, Shell. Hi, Nancy. Shell, I don't exactly have a problem, but Mm. I have something I'd like to change. Mm -hmm. As you come up to our home and you go up from the driveway to the front door, Mm -hmm. instead of building a nice flat sidewalk going up to the front door, Mm -hmm. somebody thought it would look really nice if it went uh, up a step and then a little platform plateau and then up a step and a little plateau and Mm -hmm. up a step. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm visually impaired and I've got several disabled friends. Mm -hmm. What I would like to do is find out if there's an easy, cheap way of turning those steps into just one nice, sloped, flat surface.
2: Well, there's absolutely no reason why you can't do that. That that is uh, something today that I have uh, so many times talked to and I'm sure that he's listening right now, but I have a very good friend that is a um, a real character when it comes to concrete. And the reason why I'm bringing concrete into play here is that I have no reason to think that you would be better off if you never had any steps at all, taking one step. Uh, over two or three and then putting a flat platform in why not consider putting a ramp up but that ramp now is what's going to be a meandering ramp meandering means you go up and you'll go around 180 degrees or you might even go 360 and open it up to the door that way you don't have any trip You've got a beautiful uh, incline to walk up. You can put a railing on either side or uh, or just one side if you like. But the idea is you can plant now along that ramp area, if you're picturing in your own theater of your mind now, and put some nice uh, cedar trees or some nice globals or it's any shrubbery up that angle. That way you don't have a ramp, or you don't have steps, you have a beautiful non-slip lift as far as an elevation change, a transition change, up to that front door. I don't know why they don't do that,
1: Sterling. Nancy used the adjective uh, cheap. She was looking well, for cheap. Well, this, you know, it really, sounds a little pricey to me. It, so. it, it,
2: there <laughs> is nothing really cheap today other than a bird uh, that uh, up in a tree, unfortunately. But it's lesser money than it is going in and trying to build something okay. that is wood, that is going to eventually need painting or mm-hmm. staining. And, and it's, it's, it's something that has to be looked at. So, concrete and, is one and done, and that's that. And you put the form in and you place it. And I know that the, the gentleman, Phil, he would go out there and just give us a call, give us a call. In fact, uh, the telephone number is the same, it has been the same for 45 years. Shoot. 604 542 2236. And uh, we're in the office, not always, but we got electronics like we have here in the studio that leave your name and your number and the time you called, and we will get back to you, and I guarantee you,
1: back within 12 hours. Easy. Nancy, does that uh, make sense to you?
3: Um, I would definitely be interested in talking with him and having him come and have a look. You bet. What you've described, though shell wouldn't work because it's just the width of a sidewalk. Right, right. And beside it, it's got a retaining wall and then a lawn.
1: No, that. so exactly. you're looking at a pretty straight ramp for just uh, replacing that uh, walkway.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, well, I, I can't well, be cheaper. It, it's, uh, it, it's I, I hate, like
2: I could say, it's not going to be cheaper. It, it's as a matter of, it should be looked at. It should be looked at in all due fairness. And uh, you can, and the meandering, as soon as you have an elevation change, unless you've got walls on both sides, but if you only got walls on one side, it so still will work. But uh, that really states, let's, quote, take a peek at it and give you some ideas because there's
1: nothing that can't be done.
3: Thanks,
1: so. Okay, it's just that easy. Yeah, there you go, Nancy. Thanks for bye joining bye. us this yeah, afternoon. Uh, the the, uh, the The number, by the way, six zero four five four two twenty two thirty six is is on the website. So if yeah, if you, okay. if, you didn't, if you're driving, for example, right now, and, yeah. and simply no no way I can write this down. I'm busy. Two hands on the wheel. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, just go to ask shell.com yep. and the phone number is right there on the home page right up on the top right hand corner and you can buzz him or you can send him an email you can just uh, through the website mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. identify yourself in a situation and you'll respond either way yep and you'll get a response by voice wanted to ask you you've been on CKNW you've been off CKNW for a few years now but all those years of being on CKNW and taking all of those hundreds if not thousands of phone calls you know patterns begin to emerge yeah. and uh, one of the reasons you've been so successful for so long is recognizing those patterns and being able to identify them. What have you experienced over all those years are the most common problems we share? Well, we're
2: going through one of the major problems right now. And uh, that's why that I was so pleased when uh, Ben gave me a call to ask me if I would like to come on your show. And the reason for that, we're going through an era now where there's been a tremendous change in real estate. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a lot of affordable housing picked up by what we relate to now, millennials. There's a lot of millennials that don't even know my name. Mm -hmm. And now mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, they're saying, well, you should call Shell Buzzy. Well, who's Shell Buzzy? Right. And over the years, with the different shows and going back to the time uh, that I launched PowerSmart for BC Hydro. Oh, I remember those, Ten years through the province, uh, teaching the how to, the what to, the where to, the why to, the Mm -hmm. when to, the who to. All of this being now brought into a uh, a position of being available but retired. But now I make it fun, a hobby, and got to ask shell.com, getting a hold of me and getting those folks uh, to understand that the information, education is there, Sterling, Mm -hmm. that what I miss is that communication i have i would say that uh during the average day i would get anywhere up to 30 phone calls uh that would include emails as well and texting and those are from our uh, baby boomer Mm -hmm. uh, people who are very much like the folks talking today on the air they remember the show sure and uh you have to think about the theater of the mind. And the theater of the mind is when I'm explaining something to you that you're relating to your particular problem sure. and how to correct that. Mm-hmm. So the baby boomers versus that now the millennials, I this would give my eye teeth to get a hold of the rooting to the millennials mm-hmm. because they got the house. Now they know it's going to be costly to repair right. unless they learn to do it themselves. Interesting. So the how-to, the what-to, how the where-to, what the why-to, where the when-to, the who-to, when the who-to who being the referral network, mm-hmm. the how-to is where I can explain to them and the where to get it and what to use and how to use it. There's millions and millions of dollars used every year, Sterling, that has gone into the, uh, the dumper or the dumpster or into the garbage pail or washed off, or treated, or down the drain. And a lot of things go down the drain. It shouldn't go down the drain. You got that right. So all of these things that uh, are so important, we need that opportunity to communicate with those who are now owning the real estate. And, okay. And uh, just because they're, they're do-it-yourselfers. Just to give you an example, a call-out for an electrician today, minimum will be $85 an hour. And if it's a call-out on an emergency call, on an evening uh, on, a or weekend. on a weekend yeah. it could be anywhere up to $150 an hour right so you start thinking about that there is no real cheap using that term or uh, a value that you can afford unless you do learn to do it yourself.
1: Right. So you miss you, you answer a question I didn't ask, mm-hmm. which is what do you miss the most about That's not it? being on the radio? It's the communications, oh, the yeah. chance to, to connect with people and, 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 and talk about their problems. Absolutely. But I wanted to talk about the problems that we have the most, particularly, let's say, midsummer problems. Winter problems are easier to identify. Mm-hmm. They usually have a lot to do with snow and ice. Yeah. What about the summertime? What, what sorts of problems do we experience the most? Deck finishing, okay. Uh, fence painting and staining, uh,
2: washing windows, washing siding, all of these items, cleaning roofs, all of these items are very important to keep your real estate looking nice. Mm-hmm. But you can't just use everything that's on the market saying, this is what you can use and we guarantee it will work. Because a lot of those items are not necessarily as environmentally friendly as you may think. You take, for example, aluminum siding. Aluminum siding is not as popular as it used to be. That's true. Vinyl siding is very popular. Mm-hmm. But vinyl siding is made of vinyl. Uh, cl- uh, it's uh, chloride. It's, 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 you wash vinyl uh, chloride with Javex, for example. You'll fade that vinyl. You'll actually make it soft And almost uh, butter like because it breaks down, it breaks down, right? Because your uh, chlorine or your Javix is a bleach, and those two don't mix at all bleach and vinyl chloride. So, you got to be very careful. Same as wood uh, decking, you can't just put anything on a wood deck, you can put it on there, but you'll do it again next year. Right. So people are not uh, uh, wanting to spend the money, for example, on a uh, uh, a plastic uh, uh, product today that's being manufactured from recycled products called composite, right. composite decking. Mm-hmm. Well, composite decking, I always say, think 10 years, Sterling. 10 years, and 10 years, how many times would you paint or stain a deck? I'm going to say at least five if you're a wood deck.
1: You and should do it at least every day. second year? That's oh easy. Okay. Easy. If okay. not every year.
2: All right. And then your composite decking, we have now composite decking that we have at the uh, our RV resort, and with the R V eighth summer this year that we put the deck in, and I just wash it down using my cleaning formula.
1: That's because it. it's not wood; it's it looks wood. like wood, yep. and and you'd really be hard pressed to know it to not know it, oh, or think it, it was wood. They've got the color, the green, and everything else. Sure, though. sure. Yeah. So you invest is it, is in it, today. Is it that much more expensive? You're
2: looking at uh, anywhere up to uh, three slash four times, but three times <laughs> the 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 labor intensity and the sweat equity you got to put into it. You know the weather conditions we have here. Mm-hmm. The weather conditions, you cannot stain or paint in the sun. You know what our summer's been like so far. Yes, sure has. If you have the average over the last 10 years, you can't paint or stain when it's wet. So a lot of cases, it goes on and on and on to the point that they say, well, we'll just let that go another year. Right. And now you've got a rotten wood deck. Uh. And now you've got replacement coming in. So all of these things being said... You want to invest in the future. Why do, buy, why do people buy Beamers, BMWs? Why do people buy expensive cars? The Chevy is not a cheap car. That's a very uh, economy-driven uh, vehicle. Love them. Um, but they have the same mobility as a... Beamer, mm. with the exception that the finish may be not this the same, yeah. the rubber may not be the same, the engine may not be this the same, the metal and the current, the the the, the body may not be the same. But what do you have to do? Take care of it, same as a house. People say, why do you wash house every year? Well, because it needs do you, it. You
1: betcha. I wanted to ask you one thing. Mm. One of our callers just mentioned it. She lives in a stucco house mm. here at the edge of the rainforest. A lot of us live in stucco properties or have stucco on the property, yep. and sometimes the rain living with as much moisture as we do constantly mm. starts to build up and you get gunk on the stucco. How do you get rid of that? Well, that's
2: where the one uh, that we uh, you laid me right into the, uh, the hole here now because that's the cleaning formula. Oh. The, 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 the cleaning formula is, and it has been on the market now for over 30 years, and that's the Shell Buzzy cleaning formula. Oh, okay. And it's a powder, but you add water. So many products today out there are liquefied, but what do you do with the liquid? Liquid, The liquid that you're using is a water-based. It's mm-hmm. water-based. Sure. Whereas you take a powder and add water, the water comes out of your faucet. So virtually, it's in your uh, taxes every year. You pay for that water. Right. So how, mo- how much you use of it, you mix it according to the instructions, and you've got my little bottle will do 40 gallons. Well, there's a lot of cases you'll go out and you'll buy a gallon of a liquid, and it won't do... Uh, but 40 gallons will do. Well, of course not. Yeah. And so there, it's going to last you two years. Is three this product years. available uh, online only, or can you buy it at the store? Uh, yeah, you, know, you can buy it at the store. In fact, it's uh, one that's being uh, uh, that's changed right now, changed the a supplier. And uh, it looks as though Home Hardware is going to have it. Canadian Tire is going to have it uh, again. But it's, it's right now, because my retirement, I'm not distributing it anymore. So it's being set up through the distribution. But the best thing to do... Very simple. Go to AskShell.com.
1: Ask Shell. Hold me, and we'll tell you where it is. Shell.com. Now, <laughs> you and I have a mutual friend who's been back on the airwaves of CKNW this week a lot. The intrepid reporter himself, George Garrett, absolutely uh, has been uh, on, on many programs over the past few days and was uh, with us uh, on Thursday again at the Anvil Center. George uh, is also a part of the Volunteer Cancer Drivers yes. of uh, Canada. God bless him. And uh, he's a wonderful man and does a lot of good work. And they're having a big... Car wash tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, from 10 until 2 at Mainland Ford, which is on 104th Avenue yep. in Surrey, yep. 14530 104th Avenue, Mainland Ford. If yes. you live in that area, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And it's the Volunteer Cancer Driver Society annual charity wa- car wash, rather, pay by donation. Mm-hmm. And every dollar donated will be matched. Yeah, Therefore, the goal will be doubled, and all proceeds, every last dime, goes to the Vancouver Cancer Drivers Society. And you can even get a tax receipt if you uh, donate over 20 bucks on the spot. So that's tomorrow from 10 until 2 at Mainland Ford on 104th Avenue in Surrey, the Cancer Drivers Annual Car Wash. Go get them, George Garrett from Shellinster. And I sure hope that uh,
2: my entire family, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it because I won't be in town, but uh, very simply... The family and their cars will be there, and we will be donating for sure. But uh, please quote and support, George.
1: The I website, friends, if you had didn't have a chance to get through today, you can always connect at AskShell.com. Shell Buzzy, a real Treat to have you come by thanks so much for making a little room for us today the proceeding was a paid commercial program
0: unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKW.